Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Whether you're talking IU or you're talking Purdue, basketball's looking pretty good. Tony Katz, good to be with you. IU beating Illinois 80-65. to And the truth is, it wasn't even that close. Trace Jackson Davis, 35 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. Then you've got Purdue, number 3. Uh, we should probably make that number two at this stage of the game, shouldn't we? 61 to 39 over Minnesota. And yet with how well these teams are doing and these programs are doing, nothing overshadows the fact that the Indianapolis Colts don't have a head coach. Jeff Saturday gets the interview, and as we're learning, the Colts now want an interview with the Bengals offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan. Honestly, I am an hour away of getting a call from Jim Irsay to interview for this job. JMV joins us from 93.5-1075. The fan, of course, the king of sports in Indianapolis is JMV. Uh, before we get into the Colts conversation, let's start with that IU win last night, 80-65. Um, my gosh, they look good. Yeah, much needed on the road, Tony, no doubt about that. And really, you go back to the last two, that home game on Saturday against Wisconsin, and then last night in Champaign. It starts on the defensive end, make no question about that, because those are defensive performances that you did not see uh, in the games prior. Penn State, Northwestern, second half against Iowa, had a lot of people questioning exactly what Mike Woodson was doing, and rightly so. But there has been uh, an inspiration of sorts, certainly on both ends, but it starts on the defensive end. And certainly last night, too, Tony, it helped a great deal that Brad Underwood, the head coach of the Fighting Illini, decided not to double-team Trace Jackson Davis. And as you mentioned, he goes and has his way with 35 points. So, yeah, shout-out to the coaching staff of Illinois for helping out of that cause last night, too. Well, that's just rude right there. (laughs) Well, sometimes on a Friday morning we have to be rude, Tony. We do. Um, is IU with these last two wins, are they making a case for putting themselves back in the top 25? Uh, I don't know about the top 25 just yet. You probably have to make a little bit more of a case, and they'll get that opportunity off Sunday because they have Michigan State. Michigan State knocked off, I think, uh, top 25 ranked Rutgers last night. So, yeah, you'll make more of a case of that. I just think what they're looking for right now is a more consistent level of play. And, and granted, I mean, they're missing Ray Thompson, Tony. They're missing Xavier Johnson. Those are two significant pieces, no doubt about that. But, yeah, this team uh, should have and certainly is right now uh, playing better than it had in those uh, three games, two and a half games, if you will, that I had mentioned previously. And we'll see if that inspiration still holds true because, honestly, it has started in the last two games on the defensive end. Let's move it up the road to West Lafayette. Purdue, with that win over Minnesota, are they making the case for being number one again? And no question about that. I mean, they are a step ahead of everybody right now. Tony, here's what's impressed me the most about Purdue. And, you know, Outside of last night where they just go up to, to Minneapolis and blow out Minnesota in their own building, 
is the road wins that they have, but you couple that with the one possession road wins, like at Ohio State, like at Michigan State. You go back to that Nebraska game where things were hanging in the balance. That's probably what impresses me more than anything else on the season so far for Matt Painter. And I told him as such on Tuesday is that you're getting these road wins, and that's tough to do in any league, especially the Big Ten, but you're doing it in some one-possession situations. That is the sign of incredible coaching and great leadership. And, guys, you're talking about a freshman in Fletcher Lloyd or the player of the year, if you're going to take a vote right now in Zach Eady, guys that are simply getting it done at the end of the game in those types of situations, Tony, and that's impressive. Talking to JMV from 93.5, 107.5, the fan right here in Indianapolis. He is the voice of Indianapolis sports. I've dubbed him so, so it must be true. Now let's move it over. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts have interviewed 14,283 people for head coach. Jeff Saturday, the interim head coach, got his interview just yesterday. And, you, you, I mean, this has been the talk uh, today. Brian Callahan, offensive coordinator for the Bengals, they're still in it. They're still playing. Um, he is going to get the interview as well. This guy has been interviewed uh, for uh, the, the, the gigs before. Um, what in the world are the Colts looking for? And what is your take? How did it go with Jeff Saturday? Well, you throw me cliche out there, Tony, right? And I know that you read a lot of cliches all the time and what you do, uh, stuff that other people have to say. But when you cast that wide net in this coaching search, if you're Chris Ballard, right, I mean, you're casting a wide net, and that's exactly what they're doing. I, I don't know if there's any rhyme or reason to it. I mean, there are a lot of philosophies out there as to why people believe that they're doing that. Um, you know, to make certainly sure that you follow every NFL hiring protocol uh, to just the fact that they want to see absolutely everybody or maybe Chris Ballard's bringing in anybody and everybody because the owner, Jim Irsay, wants Jeff Saturday and Chris Ballard doesn't want Jeff Saturday, which still looms large right here. I tell you, if you're asking my opinion, you have it. I'm going to give it to you anyway. If you're asking my opinion (laughs) as far as what they need, the guy that I like so far outside of Jim Harbaugh, who evidently has zero interest, is Dan Quinn, who's the defensive coordinator in Dallas. I think, Tony, they need somebody with a firm grip, a firm grasp, somebody that has a resume. Dan Quinn's been to a Super Bowl before. They had a meltdown in that Super Bowl. Uh, Atlanta, New England, we know that. But he has been there, done that. Uh, he's older, he is crustier, he has a firm grasp. And I think that this team, this group, as we've seen this last year, Tony, needs that type of leadership, needs that type of guidance. It's probably not going to be him. It's probably going to be one of these younger coordination flavors of the month. Or if Jim Irsay has the decision, it more than likely is going to be Jeff Saturday because that is certainly in significant play, Tony, right now. If it's Jeff Saturday, which I feel that people have just become numb uh, to this coaching search, but they haven't become numb to the idea that Chris Ballard is still there. What's he doing there is the question. And we, the only thing I can take from this is, well, we'll see him next year, too. Ursay's not going to change a thing, is he? Is Ursay going to change anything as far as Chris Ballard is concerned? Right. Uh, no, no, he's no. Chris Ballard is at the head of this search. Now, can I give you my opinion on why I think Chris Ballard is? Here's yeah. the reason. Because I, I think that when you have a head coaching search, when you're going to go out and draft your quarterback of the long-term future, I don't think that Jim Mercer wanted to add general manager search. 
I think that Chris Ballard, this is just me, could be completely wrong. I think he is in charge of this right now because Jim Irsay did not want to change over all significant pieces leading to the longer-term future here. Now, there's no doubt he still has trust. Trust certainly I don't have. Trust that you don't have. Trust that a lot of fans don't have. But at the same time, I don't think that he wanted to overhaul all significant positions from GM to head coach to quarterback of the future here with these decisions looming. Thus, Chris Ballard is the guy at the helm here to make both of these choices, or at least help with the head coach and then ultimately the longer-term future quarterback.